0: Welcome to the Everyday Ironman Podcast, where we talk to real athletes just like you and me that are working to complete an incredible goal. My name is Mike Bosch, and I'm excited to say that it's race weekend. This Sunday is Ironman 70.3 Chattanooga. It seems like it's been like six months since I've signed up, and I'm really, really excited um, that this weekend is finally here. Now, I've got some anxiety over a few things. We're going to talk through that, but I want to say to start out with, my training has gone pretty well. Uh, I feel like I have hit all of my key sessions. I've worked through some things, but I'm feeling really good at this point. I really believe that I'm in the best shape of my life. Now, what I am dealing with, though, is my travel plans changed just last week. I had originally planned I'm driving to Chattanooga. I was going to leave on Thursday morning. I was going to spend the night in Memphis, and then I was going to finish up uh, on Friday. But because I was coming in by myself, and it was a 12-hour drive, my wife and I talked it out, and we decided that I'm going to go ahead and fly. So I'm leaving Friday morning. Um, Eric Horton, uh my buddy from work, is going to take me to the airport, and then I'm going to fly home on Monday. Now, I'll get my bib number at check-in on Saturday, so I'll post it on Instagram. So if you want to follow me, go ahead and download the Ironman tracker, key in my bib number, and then you'll just get alerts uh, all throughout the day. So I want to thank a few people, obviously. I want to thank Diana, my wife, for all of her support um, that she provides to me. I know it's one of those things that I kind of kid about from time to time. Um, but I think I do communicate with her pretty well on what is going on, Um, and she has been very accommodating uh, on all the things that I have going on in my life right now. I want to thank my teammates at work for tolerating uh, listening to me talk about my workouts and uh, really just brag about being an Ironman. And then everybody who has reached out to me directly uh, and anyone who has just been following along in my journey. I've had so much uh, support through Instagram messages uh, about the podcast and thanking me for sharing everybody's stories. And I just can't tell you how much that means. And I also want to thank uh, TriDot Triathlon Training for preparing me. Now, this is the very first race that I have used any sort of structured training. And even though I do have this weird uh, ankle issue, like I said, I do feel like I'm in the best shape of my life. And I know it's going to sound weird, but I want to thank the guys from Crushing Iron Podcast. Robbie and Mike uh, put on a great podcast. If you haven't listened to them, I definitely think you should check it out. But they put together a race preview of Chattanooga 70.3 last year that Brooklyn Coffee uh, recommended to me. And I have listened to it probably 15 times. I think there are some really good tips, uh, and there's definitely some that I'm going to be following and that I have incorporated into my plan. And then I want to thank Brad Kelly, uh, who was my guest early on. He really, really hooked me up over the past couple weeks. Now, anybody who's a fan of the podcast knows that I talk a lot about my beloved aluminum Trek speed concept that Angie Jackson named Old Faithful. Well, Brad sold me a 2015 Speed Concept, which is all carbon and has the Dura-Ace Di2 uh, electronic shifting. It is matte black with some light gray accents, and I just want to say he definitely gave me the friends and family deal. Uh, And... Uh, It has a championship pedigree. Now, I won't go too deep into that, but this bike has been to some pretty big events. Now, he did sell it to me um, without wheels, which was fine because I have a couple extra sets. Um, I have uh, went back and forth on what wheels to take. When I was driving, I was going to take all my wheels, but since I'm flying, I had to make a hard choice. And so I'm going to take my... Uh, my flow wheels, I'm going to take my 60 millimeter front wheel, and then I'm going to take my disc wheel uh, and then just pray that the wind or the crosswinds aren't too bad. And then I also want to thank Evelyn Shreve. Evelyn uh, was a guest on my show a couple weeks back. She was a captain of a Ironman Texas uh, relay team who was set up next to us. Um, We actually had a call last week. She has done Chattanooga 70.3 uh, and she offered to talk me through her experience, and then also to uh, let me talk her through what my plan was, and we kind of bounced some things off of each other. Uh, she gave me some really key tips um, that, she, that she learned, and then um, she really uh, helped me with some questions that I had, so I definitely want to thank, thank her. Okay, so what I what I want to say at this point is I have been uh, I have been preparing for a hot hot race, and right now, which is just a couple days away, they are actually when I say they, the weatherman or the weather people, whoever they are, are actually predicting that Sunday is going to be ten or fifteen degrees cooler than on Saturday, but I've been heat acclimating for the last four weeks, and so every uh, every weekend workout I moved uh, to after lunch uh, for the last four weeks so that I was uh, that I was literally working out in the hottest part of the day uh, I did the last few of my runs um, at night uh, at w- when it was still you know 85 87 88 uh, degrees here in North Texas to really get myself ready for the heat so'm I'm, I'm really torn over how I feel about the weather forecast now, uh, yesterday the weather forecast was for 100% rain on Sunday and they have backed that off. So I'm definitely hoping that we don't get the rain, but I also fear that I might have lost a little bit of my competitive edge, uh, because I feel like I was ready for the heat. Uh, another thing I did recently is I switched my nutrition plan. Um, if you listen to the episode with, uh, Scott Sugimoto, Um, you may know that I started taking UCAN. And so my plan for the race is I'm going to use uh, two scoops of the energy powder before the swim, and then I'm going to consume another two scoops 90 minutes into the bike ride. I will take an edge gel, which is not the kind of gel that we think of when we think of like the goo gel. Um, Anyway, I'll take one of those 30 minutes before the swim, and then uh, I'll take two of them uh, into the bike on the hour. Uh, And then they have a hydration powder um, that I will mix with water. And I'm just going to take that uh, every 15 minutes as needed. Now, I have tested this uh, plan on a couple of uh, long sessions. I will uh, carry a couple of goo gels with me just as backup, just in case. But I don't think that I'll need them. And one of the things that I did different uh, in preparation for uh, this race um, than the, the last two races uh, was that I really got in some uh, open water swim practice. So I was able to make it to two sessions hosted by Play Try. Uh, Coach Gabriel was at the first one, he was so very helpful talked us through uh, siding, really encouraged us to practice bilateral breathing, even had us doing the, the fingertip drill out there in open water. Um, and then w- when he had us back towards the shore kind of given us instruction, he really talked us through, uh, even bike cadence and really, uh, encouraged us to think about having, uh, you know, a high, uh, 80, uh, cadence so that we're not wearing our legs out. So that's something that I've definitely, um, have incorporated into my race, uh, my bike plan, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, so speaking of bikes, um, I actually got in, uh, several outdoor rides now If you followed my podcast leading up to Waco, you know that I did almost all of my bike training exclusively indoors. Now, I did train a lot indoors for this race. I did my Tuesdays and Thursdays on my trainer, but I actually got in uh, three outdoor rides. I did a 60-mile ride in a uh, town called Munster here in North Texas. They were having a German festival, and it was tough, tough. Um, it was uh, it was a hot day. We had 20-mile winds with 35-mile-an-hour gusts. We had 2,800 feet of elevation. According to my Garmin, I had never climbed that much before. I got a new badge that day. Um, I averaged 176 uh, watts uh, at 126 average heart rate, uh, and I had a 70 um, RPM average cadence. So I felt pretty good about that. Uh, A couple weeks later, I went to uh, a town south of Dallas called Cedar Hill. I did a 64-mile ride. The wind was much calmer. Um, There was only 1,400 uh, feet of elevation. And this time, uh, I approached things differently. So I changed my uh, Garmin to only display my heart rate, my watts, my average watts, and my cadence. I wasn't even paying attention to my miles per hour. And I would say that the uh, the first twelve to fourteen miles were slow um, because of the traffic. There were a lot of uh, there were a lot of people on course that day. It was a it was a pretty big uh, rally, and there were several distances. So the, uh, up until about the fourteenth mile, that's when the uh, the twenty two mile bike group kind of peeled off and 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 turned into a, another section of the course. And at that point, um, up until that point, really, I just worked on. Um, focusing on my metrics, not going out too hard. And then once the 22 milers peeled off, I was really able to get into aero, um, really uh, focus on um, getting my watts up there. So I ended up on the day with a uh, uh, 184 uh, average watts, 118 average uh, heart rate, and then a 70 RPM average cadence. So I was feeling really good. And then after that, um, I ran like a 755 mile uh, in the parking lot around it was around a mall where the start finish was and then last weekend uh, I took that new bike out I uh, went to open water swim like I talked about um, worked on some uh, open water siding almost exclusively and then I rode uh, with uh, the group uh, that was hosted by Playtri and it was about a two and a half hour ride on some very very busy roads in Plano Texas And I have to say, this bike is fast. Now, it's about four pounds lighter uh, than my aluminum bike. Um, It is super clean. There are no exposed wires or cables, right? Everything is tucked in. Um, Brad, while he wants it back, uh, had equipped it with a 54-tooth big ring, so it just moves. Uh and even though uh it is a medium frame whereas been riding a large, there's so much adjustability to it. Um, I've been very comfortable on it. So I feel like everything is gonna be fine, right? So that's where I am kind of have been in uh swim and bike. Now the run's been a bit of a challenge. Uh for the last few weeks, I've been working through some tendonitis in my ankle. And I've really limited my running. Now, I think about three weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, I did a two-hour session, and I got in my half marathon, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. But for the last week, 10 days, I haven't done any outdoor running at all. All of my running uh, workouts, I have completed on the elliptical. Now, when I do the elliptical, I don't use the arm handles, so I just kind of hold on to... Um, this, the stationary handles for a little bit of a balance, but I feel like I'm just getting kind of a leg workout. Um, so in order to do some rehab, I have been taping it with KT tape. I have been doing some very targeted stretching. Uh, I've been doing some strengthening, some physical therapy that I've, that I uh, saw on YouTube. I even got one of those muscle scrapers that pops up on Instagram all the time. And then my wife had a, an ice machine and a TENS unit uh, for some cold therapy and some electric shock therapy. So I've been doing all of those. And then I even went and got fitted for a pair of proper running shoes. Now I've been one of those guys that kind of just buys what, what I like. I went to Academy. I bought those Brooks because they had the Texas flag print. Um, but I went to run on, they scanned my feet and they actually recommend that I get uh, a full-size larger that I've been normally uh, wearing because they said, did your feet swell, right? So that's where I uh, am in my current training. Uh, I am really, really excited uh, about this coming weekend. I'm looking forward to seeing... Uh, a few people that I've met, uh, over the last year. I know that there are some former guests that are racing. There's a few individuals that have reached out to me through Instagram. They're going to be, uh, racing this weekend. So I'm looking forward to uh, meeting up with them. And then, um, Jim and Kim Risto, who, who have both been on the podcast before, they actually live in Chattanooga. and so we're having dinner on Friday night. So I'm really excited about uh, seeing those guys uh, in person. So I, I get in around noon. Uh, I'm gonna make my way over to the Iron Man Village. Uh, I want to make sure that I get the correct size uh, event shirt. Uh, when we were in Texas for the relay, I waited too long. I ended up getting a small, which fits me, but it's a little snug. My wife's not excited about it. So I would prefer that I can get a medium, uh, somebody go over there and get that done. And then, then dinner with the Ristos. Now, Saturday morning, I have tentative plans, um, for breakfast, um, with the coffee family. Um, so Brooklyn and Travis were on episodes 20 and 22. They were the father daughter pair that completed, uh, Iron Man with, uh, their mo- with their mom and they're all in town and, um, we have plans to meet up for, uh, breakfast Saturday morning. Cause that'll be the last big meal that I have before, uh, the race, And then after that, I've got athlete check-in. I want to go to the pro panel because there's some really, really um, high-profile pros uh, at this race uh, this year. And so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Obviously, I have bike check-in. I'm going to uh, drive uh, part of the bike course. I want to drive down to mile, at least down to mile 25 to see Andrews Hill just to make sure that I have all of my points of reference uh, so that I can get uh, in the right gear uh, before I hit that hill and then I, and it'll be to bed early right because I, I, I gotta get, need to get some sleep. Sunday morning is gonna be race uh, race day now I'm staying about 20 uh, 20 minutes from the race venue I've heard the parking is really really good so I don't anticipate a, a big long drive but uh, I will probably get up uh, at three I will start my morning uh, with some stretching maybe some light yoga. Uh, And then I want to get to transition um, no later than five. Now transition opens at 4.30 um, and I I might be there at 4.30. So if you're there at 4.30, you might see me. I'm just going to say. And then uh, there is rumored to be buses that they're going to shuttle us to swim start. If not, I will make my uh, way down there. I, I have to say... I have done more research, uh, for this race than any other race so far. And I really, really want to thank, um, the guys from crushing iron, uh, Joe Wilson from try Joe TV for all of his, uh, YouTube race course videos. And then of course, Evelyn, um, I got to mention earlier for, for spending the hour and a half with me last week, talking me through it. So what's my plan? right? So I talked through it a little bit. My plan is to get up at three. I'm going to eat breakfast and stretch. Uh, I want to be on the shuttle as early as possible. The age group start is at 7 a.m. I want to be in line with my nutrition by 6.30. Now I will put my uh, wetsuit on as soon as they play the national anthem. That was a tip that I learned from the crushing iron guys. I am going to seed myself generously for the swim. Now I've heard that it is a 1.6 1.6 mile swim, not the 1.4 that they say. Um, but last week I swam 2,400 yards in the pool at a 147, right? So I'm, my swimming has come along. Now I'm still not a front pack swimmer, but at Waco and at Texas, it was well over an hour from the time the race started until I got in the water. And I do not want to be that far behind. I want to get in the water within the first half hour. And then uh, after I come out of the water, uh, I'm going to get my stuff together. I want to get on the bike. Now, I've heard that the first and last five miles are going to be slow, so I'm not even going to push it. I'm just going to um, you know, take it easy. Uh, I'll, I won't even get an arrow. I'm just going to navigate the turns. i want going to watch for the bumps. They say it's super bumpy. And then uh, and then when I settle into the groove, I'm going to target between 180 and 200 watts on the bike. right? I don't want to push it too hard but I also don't want to take it too easy either, right? I'm going to really focus on trying to hit an 80 RPM cadence. I don't want to keep my heart rate uh, below 130. Okay. And if I do those things, I should be prepared to run the half marathon, right? I don't want to walk. Even if I run it at a slower pace, I want to be able to run all the way through. So my plan is that I am going to uh, carry all my nutrition, with me. So I've got a race fuel belt um, that'll hold a bottle. I bought a, a bottle that I can carry in my hand. I'll drink that first and then I'll pitch that at an aid station when I'm done with it. But I'm really, really gonna focus on not going out too hard and then being able to pace. Now I would really love to run between an 845 and a nine fifteen pace. Um and it's gonna take a lot of discipline to do that. So if I properly execute my plan, if I have a good swim, if I hit my targets on the bike and I have a good run, where is that going to put me, right? So it should put me with a PR. <clears throat> I should be able to finish between five and a half hours and five hours and 45 minutes. But the problem is the swim is just such an unknown element. There are some reports that, it's, that we are going to get a current. There are some reports that we're not going to get a current. Somebody even suggested the other day that it may not even be wetsuit legal, like I'm not going to stress out about it, but I'm just saying there's just so many unknowns. So the question you may be asking is, will that be enough to claim a roll-down slot? Probably not. But that's okay, right? That's okay. But this is my plan. Hopefully, right, I can execute properly and I can get a PR because that's what I'm focused on, right? So I will post my bib number Saturday, and I will record a race recap uh, when I get back in town to be released on Wednesday. Now, next Friday, we're going to have another interview to enjoy. Uh, Scott Sugamoto stopped by to share his experience at the Ironman World Championships just a few weeks ago. And you will definitely want to hear his breakdown of racing against the best in the world during your first full-distance race. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you have any questions, advice that you would like to share, or would like to be a guest on the show and share your story, you can email everydayironmanpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow on Instagram at everydayironmanpodcast. Until next time, keep moving forward.